everybody. Um, welcome to Help I'm Nearly 30. My name is Jess. I recently turned 28 and I realized, oh my goodness, I'm nearly 30. Um, I started this podcast to chat about all topics aging. If um, some people say, Jess, you're 28, you're not aging. Well, I feel like I'm aging. <laughs> um, this is the first podcast where we're starting off without any guests in the room. Um, it's currently Sunday afternoon. Um, my second full podcast is about to go live where I talk about um, careers with Charlie and Owen. I'm in bed, kind of exhausted. I'm going to go to my parents for dinner um, in a couple of hours. It is a tradition. Um, not a tradition. It's just something that I do every week. Um, one of the good things that I learned <laughs> from one of my previous relationships, um, he went around to his um, parents' once a week for dinner and I thought that was a really good idea um, so I tried to every Sunday I tried to go down around to my parents for dinner um, that is the brings us nicely to the topic for today's podcast um, which is help I disappointed my parents um, I think this is quite a big topic that not necessarily I have a super personal relationship with, but I know a lot of people do. Um, I've been scrolling through Reddit um, regarding this topic, just seeing a lot of things. Um, currently on Reddit, um, reading something she from a really young age um, learnt to never tell her parents about failures, mistakes, fears, doubts or anything even slightly bad um, because she always felt feeling left feeling worse um, and then has built this um, facade of feeling you know perfect and respect respectful and an untroublesome kid which is not authentic and one of the comments say that you're not disappointing your parents they are making themselves disappointed by dreaming up a perfect superhero doctor divinely chosen child and then getting upset when you do not fit that description um, I really liked that um, interesting um i think i've had a lot of you, you have a lot of experience when you you know your friends parents you go around to their house you watch their interactions um i my upbringing my father versus my mother um my mother was quite was more strict on careers and stuff and wanting me to have the best career possible um, and my dad was very you know 
you can do what you'd like, uh, which was, I appreciated having that balance. Um, we'll see what my parents say later. <laughs> I was speaking to my dad earlier and I sort of said I might record him later. And he's like, we'll just tell you how much we love you. I'm like, Dad, give me the juicy gossip. <laughs> um, but I might ask them about their upbringing to see, you know, if how if they disappointed their parents at all or um, how they feel about it. Um, um, looking on Google Scholar now, um, stand-up comic actor and fan favourite from HBO's Silicon Valley and the film Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Jimmy O. Yang. Um, shared a memoir, um, How to American, an Immigrant's Guide to Disappointing Your Parents. Um, he says he turned down a job in finance to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. Um, his dad thought he was crazy, um, but it figured it, would, it was better to disappoint his parents for a few years than to disappoint himself for the rest of his life. Um, I think that's pretty relevant um, to a lot of people it's a good quote you should hand that out and in high school um, we've um, on the psychology psychology today website um, talking about parental disappointment um, our topic of today um, it says um, let me see Oh, this was published in 2010. Goodness. Um, Carl E. Pickhart. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that right. It's saying that disappointment is the outcome of parental investment and guilt is the outcome of parental implication and that both can adversely affect our relationship with the adult child in his or her mid-twenties that is beginning to unfold. Um, the um, Starting with the issue of disappointment, uh, parenting is a process of investment. Um, parents not only invest their care, energy and resources into their child, but they also invest their assumptions, ambitions, hopes, and even dreams about how this person will turn out when they're grown up. The more investment the parent makes, the more investment invested they feel. Um, the more firmly wed to expecting and even deserving a cherished outcome they can be. Um, so that's talking about how the other side of things. Um, I guess when you're, you know, when you're, if you're pregnant and someone might say, you know, oh, what do you want them to be when they grow up? Um, obviously, a lot of people would say, I just want them to be happy and healthy and, in, you know, doing something that they, they would enjoy. Um, 
when obviously when a parent has a child if one of their parents is let's say a farmer um, they have a child that child grows up um, the parents a farmer they own their farm they say oh you know kid you're gonna be a farmer when you grow up the kid grows up the kid doesn't want to be a farmer the kid wants to be I don't know an investment banker I don't know why anyone would want to be an investment banker I'd much rather be a farmer but there we go that's um, <laughs> you know an example um, about parenting and there you know this what this article is talking about um, they invest all the the assumptions ambitions hopes dreams into their child and they without you know I guess it's hard I'm not that I'm a parent obviously but um, it's hard when you're you spend 18 plus you know with the rest of their life looking after your child um, you know the first few years of their life <laughs> you are all this child knows you know you look after them in every which way and you know they turn 20 and suddenly they don't want to do what you always thought that they would do growing up and I guess it could be it, it would be hard to manage those emotions um, and you know keep quickly if someone a child announces to you that they want to be an investment banker instead of a farmer obviously schooling your emotions to be positive is not something that every adult is capable of doing um, so I think um, just more awareness of that for future generations because there is a lot of um, there's a lot like I'm reading Reddit in particular there are so many um, again what are they called subreddits <laughs> Um, that talk about this just I keep scrolling and scrolling and it's like disappointed my parents disappointed my parents um, everything from jobs relationships sexuality um, it's incredible what a huge issue this is um, I think I wish I had more um, you know, I wish I could, maybe one day I'll be in one of those podcasts that gets the expert on, because I wish I could talk to an expert about these things, because obviously all these podcasts are just my opinions, my friends' opinions, um, that, you know, what we think about. Um, I'm going to keep reading this article, see what it says. A um, interesting paragraph about parental guilt. Um, saying that if only I had been more strict my child would not have run so wild given up on school and um, have such a hard time getting a good paying job now the reverse of that being if only I hadn't been so strict 
my child would not have rebelled into so much trouble, running with the wrong crowd and ending up with jail time. Um, if only I hadn't been so involved in my career, my child wouldn't be so starved for attention looking for it in one bad relationship after another. Um, so that runs, the asks the question, how can you ever get it right? Which of course you can't. <laughs> I think, um, it's, it's impossible. The, I think the answer to how we can stop children, you know, it's, it really is impossible. <laughs> Another example um, that Psychology Today um, article reads is um, what happens when um, parents whose dream for their adolescent, including launching a career and remaining single until it was established, gets um, pregnant, gets married, um, and gives up the profession that their parents were wishing the child would pursue uh, in a counselling environment. It says, of course, we're disappointed, declared the parents. Um, this is not what we planned for our child, and we told her so. Uh, the counsellor says, and how did she respond? Um, they replied, she acted really hurt, like we had let her down. Um, when the reverse was true, and she hasn't talked to us much since. Um, then I suggested if they wanted a close and loving relationship with their adult daughter um, they needed to ask themselves whether their daughter was supposed to fit their expectations or whether their expectations were supposed to fit their daughter um, the answer to this question makes a profound difference um, if the parents believe that she should not live up to their expect it, if the parents believe she should live up to their expectations and is not, uh, they're going to feel disappointed, going to alienate their child, and perhaps won't have a relationship with the child long term. Um, if they want a close and loving relationship. Uh, they, they have to adjust their expectations to fit the individual path and lifestyle that the child has independently chosen. Um, it's all about expectations um, and moulding their expectations. Uh, we'll see what my parents have to say about this. Hello, I am joined by um, my father and my sister. Say hello. Hello, I'm Jessica's father. Hi, I'm Meg. <laughs> um, interesting topic today um, that I have, I spoke to myself for about 40 minutes this, this afternoon um, about parental disappointment. Um, shock horror. Um, I said personally, I don't feel like 
I have ever disappointed my parents. Um, Megan? Do you ever feel like you have? I was not prepared for this. <laughs> I don't know. Let me think. <laughs> okay. Um, Father, have I ever disappointed you? No, absolutely not. Neither of you have ever disappointed me or your mother. We're very pleased with the way you both turned out. Good to know. <laughs> now that we've got that awkward topic out of the <laughs> road. Um, so I prepped Dad earlier. So he's had a few hours to think about this. Um, he said he was busy. Um, but did you ever feel any um, disappointment from your parents? Did they ever, you know, when you were growing up, pressure you about your career or relationships or did you ever feel anything like that? No, no, I never had any pressure to do well at school. Um, there was no expectations. They were really, really pleased when I got my first job. Um, it was considered a good job, a job for life, so they couldn't have been happier. But um, there was no pressure there was no real encouragement there was just it was just a good happy home life and things turned out the way they did so i was when i was talking to myself earlier i you know i was thinking about the in situations where children have gone to like therapy because their parents have been so disappointed in them because of their career or their job or their sexuality or anything like that um what's the how do you how would you fix that in you know um for lack of a better word um and it's, it's hard i couldn't really think about how a way to fix it because other than just upbringing just being aware self-aware not you know it's hard because and then i was researching and it was um talking about how you know you're you're pregnant someone asks you oh what do you want your child to be when it grows up did you ever have when you were having babies did you ever have anyone ask you that question no no absolutely not the only concerns from the grandparents were that um you were both born healthy and nothing else nothing else remotely mattered and that was the primary importance for me and your mother that you were happy and healthy and that was it I only kind of had like questions about like at school especially like they would always be like oh like what are you gonna be when you grow up and I was like oh, I don't know <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like at school a lot. I remember even like at the end of school, like they went around to each person like, oh, like what's your career going to be? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, and that's often the problem. People don't know. And um, I think then that the schools and the universities encourages many people to go to university to get a degree, to get a career. And I think for a lot of people, that's really misleading advice. Mm, yeah that's another um topic we did on the podcast that's coming out today um about careers um but i was um thinking obviously when if i have babies growing up 
just being very aware not to put pressure on them. Um, and from this podcast, you guys probably are hearing that we had a pretty well-rounded childhood and we're all quite happy. But unfortunately, that's not the case for a lot of families. Um, and it's, I think, I don't know why you hear it a lot. Like, is it t movies, TV shows that Maybe. you see the 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 not, no, notion that you're disappointing your parents and but I was thinking about how like legacy legacy careers where if you're you know if your parents are farmer you're expected to be a farmer and then when you know if you're you don't want to be a farmer yeah Meg's saying the army is another um big yeah and big thing and sometimes I think if parents invest a lot of money in your education and then they expect a return on their investment, so maybe that causes a degree of pressure. I feel like maybe some parents, they wanted to do a certain career and then they couldn't and then they want their child to do that career because they never could. Mm. Mm. That is... Yeah, you said to me a while ago, you know, you should go be a border agent, Jess. Yeah. Because why was that, Dad? Because I wish I'd become a border agent. <laughs> <laughs> so I do actually remember at the time being like, oh, like, I don't think I want to be a border agent. Hopefully that's right. And obviously it is fine, you know, but it's, um, yeah, it's a good point. But. What do you guys think is the solution not to, for us in future generations growing out of this um, huge thing that children are really very you know, affected by disappointing their parents? Do you think that is a solution? Where would we teach it? Baby classes, you know, when would that happen? I think that's a really that's a really difficult one because it comes down to the mentality of the parents and you've got to change that mentality and you know I think perhaps the schools have a role to play in managing expectations um, but yeah changing the mentality and perspective of um, parents would be a, a real challenge. I feel like especially um, like recently it's been a big thing like about like sharing feelings more especially like with men like and masculinity being a whole thing and just enforcing it into society that masculinity isn't like keeping all your feelings bottled up like you you can still like talk to the people you love and like say telling your kid like I love you and everything like that's not like that's good it doesn't ha like it's not a bad thing at all and like sharing your feelings with them yeah so I think that's a good step mm. Mm. very good point Meg I might have to have you on the podcast more often <laughs> yeah you've got good words <laughs> um, yeah I think that sort of rounds out the questions but another thought lasting thought I had thinking about um, my friends and like yeah, the things and you, sometimes I feel like you can 
tell if a parent, if a family has been quite sort of strict with their upbringing, um, if, you know, someone has three kids and one's a doctor and one's a scientist and one's, I don't know, something equally generically good. <laughs> um, I think you can tell. Do you guys, would you guys agree with that? Or kind of, not really? I think in some, in some, in some cultures and there is an expectation of achievement and I know from personal experience some cultures will rate um, doctors very highly but others will rate engineers incredibly highly um, so I think there is an element of that yeah I feel like like I know people that their parents were like yeah like you're going to go to uni like that's you're going to go to uni and then you're going to get a job out of that um, and like pressure there and like, I feel like even just like little things, you can tell like how, um, I I don't know how to say this like nicely, but like some parents are like a very, very chill with their like kids. Like for example, if I'm out with my friends, like I still live with my mom and dad, um, I'll be out with my friends and then I'll be like, they'll say, oh, like, let's go here. Um, and I would have like just said to my parents, oh, like, hey, I'm going to be around, like back around this time. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, like I'll just text my dad, say that I'll be out a bit longer. And they'll be like, why? Like, why? <laughs> I was like, oh, just like, just so they know what's happening. Like they know when to, um, when to expect me home. And then some people just don't have that. They're just home when they're home and their parents just don't mind. Yeah. Mm. And you wonder whether that's an, a care a care issue from earlier on, mm -hmm. because obviously when I was out, my mum um, wouldn't go to bed until we were back, and we had no way of letting her know in those times because there was no mobile phones, so she just stayed up until we got in. Um, so the advantage of today is you know you can keep people that care about you aware of where you are and that you're safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit off mm. topic. <laughs> a little bit off topic well that's what podcasts are for you go all around the place um yeah okay this is an interesting um an interesting chat with no real solution but i think something that should be at should be thought about when people are raising kids because you, you probably you know it's a subconscious thought that you uh, the effect that your thoughts are going to have on your children i think um, and you don't have to say it outright because kids are very perspective. Pers what's the word I'm looking for? Perceptive. Perceptive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna pick up very easily if you're disappointed in them or if you don't disagree with what their 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 choices. You don't you don't, re you don't remember, but um, we took you to every kind of dance lesson that was possible to imagine, um, and both of you tried it for three or four weeks lost interest and that was fine what was important is giving you that chance to try something different so same with swimming lessons and and brownies and anything that you wanted to do give you the opportunity to try it and, um, and that's already that's all that's important support care love yeah i feel like with that as well um and like hobbies a lot of parents 
like they'll bring their kids to dance lessons or like especially like gymnastics um i've like seen and the parents are like yeah we're bringing you to gymnastics like you can't quit now like they like when our parents when we said like oh like i don't really want to do this anymore they were like yeah that's fine but i feel like some parents are like very much like no like you're gonna do this and i hadn't like I, I knew a lot of people in high school who still did their childhood hobby because their parents just pushed it so much on them so yeah that's another like parental it's pressure fun. then it's no longer enjoyment is it mm. takes the fun out of doing it yeah well good chat everybody thanks for coming um see you guys next time i have a relevant topic to talk about um <laughs> thanks very much for being a part of it say bye, bye.